Dads from the Crypt, a Tales from the Crypt TV podcast. My name is Jason. I'll be your host for tonight. And from the volunteer state of Tennessee, I'll be joined by Jody. And from the silver state of Nevada, we have Mondo. But tonight, we're doing something a little special. We're going to be doing a, a, a throwback to talk about ourselves, how we came to make this podcast, talk a little, get, try to get a little know each other a little bit better. And kind of ask the question, how did three dads with a slight obsession with scary movies who have never met live in different time zones start a podcast? Um, and this really is going to tie a lot into another podcast called Bloody Good Horror, which is very near and dear to all of our hearts um, and that we express a ton of gratitude towards. And I'm going to start off with a little bit of my personal journey. Um, back in the late aughts, say 20, uh, 2008, 2009, I was living up in Oregon and I decided to create a horror, a little horror blog, like many people were doing around that time. And cause I was trying to be cheeky. I called it Jason takes Portland's. And I wanted to find a way to connect to a horror community. I was reading a lot of blogs, uh, that people were doing, um, and they're reviewing a few movies. I did a couple essays. And one of the ideas I did have was to do a blog that reviewed Tales from the Crypt series, kind of going through the entire thing and doing little mini blogs. Kicked around my head for quite a while, but never really got into it. Life got busy and the blog went defunct. And that's when I moved to uh, California. Now, back around 2012, I was working a job um, that had a large amount of menial work sitting in front of a computer, a lot of spreadsheet work, a lot of databasing, the thing kind of turning your brain off, don't have to think too hard. So I wanted to try to find a way to get my, um, try to get an extra stimulation. So I decided to start listening to podcasts. Can you and name me, that draw? Can you name that job and then drag them through the mud? No, okay. <laughs> I still work there. Not that specific position. <laughs> But um, no, I, actually, I really I, I kind of miss those days, to be honest, because, you know, give me um, a thousand line spreadsheet and let me go at it for like a week and um, see how far I can get. Um, but again, it was great to just kind of put on headphones, kind of go into my own little world, get my work done, but also, you know, get some podcasting in. And um, I looked I did some Googling to try to find out, try to find some good um, spooky podcasts. And one of them that was recommended to me was Bloody Good Horror. So I add to my rotation. So I was listening to Kevin Smith podcasts. I was listening to these kind of indie horror podcasts. And as time went on, my job became more involved. I had less time to listen to podcasts. So I had to kind of start whittling them down. And lo and behold, Bloody Good Horror always made the cut. Until that was pretty much the only horror podcast I listened to anymore. And thinking back about, about it, and you guys can back me up on this, but it was really the high production value and the personalities on the show that kind of kept me going back. If I can say, like, right there, it, the yeah. one cool thing about the podcast 
was it didn't sound it didn't sound like a bunch of people trying to get their shit in for lack of a better term it sounded like just cool people having a conversation and it really drew you in right away and made you fans of that show yeah absolutely no it, it, it's a show where uh, it feels like everyone actually likes each other and they have fun together they enjoy talking together and uh you know, it, it wasn't everyone trying to one up their, each other with their horror nerdery. You know, sometimes I listen to some podcasts that everyone's trying to uh, prove something. Like I, I have my horror street cred, and that's what the entire podcast is about: is make sure everybody understands. Uh, but you know, th- this podcast is just people who seem like people you'd actually want to talk to and hang out with. So yeah, I'm with you. And like, yeah, everyone's reviewing the same movies, you know, week in, week out, you know, the new releases and everything. Um, but again, it's really the personalities, the kind of the Joe character, the CC character, the, the Eric character, that kind of the, the Casey character that kind of brings you back to it. You want to kind of follow along with their their plot line, as it were, for, on the podcast. Um, now, about that same time, I started attending horror conventions in the Los Angeles area, and those are great, but, you know, after a couple of years, it's the same vendors, a lot of the same demonstrations, gets a little uh, monotonous. So I was trying to think of ways to spice things up, and I liked interacting with the guests and the actors that they have there, but I'm not a big autograph person, and those kind of things can get expensive very quickly. Well, did you try the Kama Sutra? Excuse me. <laughs> <laughs> Never mind. Continue. <laughs> Thanks, Jody. <laughs> um. So if you listen, <laughs> Mondo well, just broke the podcast. Well, I just broke. Yeah, <laughs> I'm pretty sure, out. like, you won't hear me in season two. But <laughs> all right. Now, if you listen to Bloody Good Horror, one of the things they do really co- that's really cool is they have little um, bumpers between segments where they have like a director, an actor, shout out the podcast. And what I kind of figured out was that they were getting those from the conventions that they attended. So I figured if they can do that, why can't I? So I reached out to the host of Bloody Good Horror, Eric, and to see if he'd be interested in, uh, in me getting some recordings for him. And he was down. So next con, I kind of made a game, kind of a real-life um, achievements um, set up to see how many people I could get to shout out bloody good horror while talking to my phone, talking about podcasts. London didn't really know what a podcast was. Um, real, real fast. So a lot of what year was this? Because I think right now in 2021, everyone knows what a podcast is. Um, what year was that you're trying to get these autographs in just because, or are these, these bumpers in because I want to say, kind of, yeah, I want to say it's 2015, 2016. Okay. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Cause um, realistically in, the, in that era, like, Podcasts are still coming up, right? And a lot of these people were older, so they may not have been quite aware as some of the uh, as some other people were. Um, so, like one of the people I talked to was like Judith O'Day was one of my favorites. She was extremely nice, and she was in uh, Night of Living Dead. She was Barbara, so she was in the movie in the movie from the sixties. She's pretty up there. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, so she had, I had to explain what a podcast was to her. Um, but she was extremely nice, were really, really com- nice. Were people coming to get her? <laughs> <laughs> I'm fired. I'm sorry. That's all right. <laughs> um, 
and then it was cool to turn around and hear my recordings on uh you know on the blood horror podcast so again like i said i did i got judith O'Day's the one that you'll probably recognize denise crosby from pet cemetery lisa zane from nightmare on elm streets uh, those are the ones that are used quite a bit well the cool <laughs> thing about lisa zane was uh she was sitting at a table next to her brother uh, billy zane um, so they were kind of having fun with each other while they were sitting uh, doing their autographs. So that was neat. Anyways, I, uh, it was fun watching the Bloody Good Horror community grow. They started having meetups. Uh, but unfortunately, most of those were on the East Coast. I was on the West Coast and it just wasn't able to really attend at the time. Um, but I did eventually join the Slack community. Uh, if you don't know, Slack is kind of like a big bulletin board. People make posts and kind of... Um, how, how would you explain it, guys? Slack started out for business use, where a lot of companies will use it for their different uh, teams they have. But it also is a great, you know, we have, um, like everybody at Horror, it's a great idea to keep a whole community together. We can have different kind of channels where people can interact based on their likes or dislikes, et cetera, et cetera. It's a, this it, is a fun way to interact with like-minded individuals. Yeah. yeah, I mean, and it almost feels like the evolution of like the uh, old bulletin board system. If yes. uh, you grew up in the uh, early internet age, it, it, it's like that, but better. Right, and, but, and it's all private, so it's your own little your yeah. little bubble. Um, but kind of getting your getting into it is kind of intimidating. It's really overwhelming at first because just so many people who know each other really well and are used to each other. Um, so I wasn't, I wasn't too into it at first. I chimed in every once in a while, but I was kind of quiet. And then, you know, 2020 happened. We had the COVID lockdown. Then I started to get really involved because I needed as much interaction as I could get, uh, with people. And, um, one of the ways that, uh, I, you know, one of the things I got into during COVID was Animal Crossing. And of course we had the Animal Crossing <laughs> channel. Yeah. And um, I think all three of us were very into that at for, the time. For a little while, but real fast, the people that don't know, can you please explain what COVID was? <laughs> you don't know, I'm sure. In case, in case you haven't been paying attention. I'm not going to rehash um, that entire topic. But uh, back to the Animal Crossing, there was you know, the great stock uh, markets of uh, summer 2020. <laughs> the, the stock rush, that was really fun. Again, something else that you can look at in the history records, I'm sure. Then, around April of 2020, um, there was talk on the slacks of Bloody Good Horror about a um, Zoom horror trivia night. Um, and I have a ton of random movie knowledge just sitting around, no practical use. So I figured, why not give it a shot? It was hosted by our good friend Jody here. Uh, who I haven't really met or interacted with. I, I can't remember directly. Um, but we did have a small group that kind of started um, doing trivia. Jody, uh, do you want to talk about that? Yeah. So, uh, you know, like uh, Jason said, we were in the middle of COVID times and we were all stuck at home and we couldn't interact with anybody. And sitting on my shelf was a copy of Trivial Pursuit Horror Movie Edition. I'd had it for years, but didn't have any uh, people who actually knew enough about horror movies to play it with. And so, uh, you know, we're all bored, didn't have anything to do. And so I thought, hey, let's uh, let's see if we can make it work online. And so uh, we started doing horror movie trivia um, probably about just a couple weeks in, maybe maybe a month or so in to uh, 
the actual lockdowns and all that because that's uh, needed something to do. And I think that very first week that we decided to try it, uh, Mondo was there, Jason was there, a couple other people. And uh, it became a thing that uh, every week we did this, we hung out. Uh, it, nobody really cared who won or lost uh, and ended up moving to some different games and trying some different stuff. But yeah, it was just a way to spend some time and get to know some people and hang out. And uh, it, it was really uh, ended up being kind of a cool community building thing uh, within that Slack group. And I'll talk more about how I got into the Slack group later, but just in general, like it, it ended up being something really cool. Um, a lot more than what I expected it to be because I made a lot of friends during that time. You know, like, Let's be honest, during the pandemic, and we're still not out of it, but it was a very dark time for a lot of people. And at least for me, and I don't know about everybody else, but it was a really great distraction from everything else that's going on for the world. Like I knew at least on Saturday nights for a few hours, I was going to hang out with some like-minded people and probably answer some questions poorly, but it was going to be a good time. And that was a really great distraction. And I don't want to downplay how awesome it was and how much it, it probably got helped a lot of us get through this bullshit. Yeah, no, 100%. It, it ended up being more about hanging out than it ended up being about trivia. Yeah. Uh, because, you know, we just, we needed we needed human interaction. True. Uh, it, was, it was a weird year. Yeah, um, it was my social event of the week. And- yeah, no, 100%. Like, <laughs> I, I, I was laughing uh, some of those first, you know, month or two. Like, it was time for trivia, so I would go and I would shave. And, you know, like, I, <laughs> like this was like my, like... I'm going to be with people tonight. Like I got to like be a human being instead of just a dude in pajamas who hadn't taken a bath in three days. Like you you need an excuse to put on clean underwear during that year, during 2020. Yeah. Anything that uh, could get me to like act like a human being, I was in for it. It it was just an excuse because Jody had to pause his group orgies for the time being. So it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and it was really amazing Jody's dedication to keeping this group going every single week. Yeah, we joke a lot, but man, uh, Jody has been a MVP of life. <laughs> I don't know a better way to I don't know a better way to put it because realistically, like for a lot of us, those Saturday nights and I put myself in this group, that was kind of our thing for the week. Like it was just like, fuck, man. Mm-hmm. It's been a rough week. Cool, I have a job this week and now I get to do trivia where I can kind of put all yeah. that stuff aside. And have a great time. Yeah, I mean, my sanity was pretty, pre- pretty much predicated on my therapist, my wife, and Jody. <laughs> well, I, I do what I can. A lot of weight, a lot of weight on those uh, on the shoulders there. Um, and then, of course, another guy that I really connected with was Mondo here, and uh, came very uh, it came apparent very quickly that we had a lot in common, and that Mondo was someone I really uh, respected. So we uh, started talking, you know, between sessions and everything. And, um, I kind of, then around the beginning of 2021, you know, things were kind of shifting a little bit and I had this idea that kind of came into my head about doing a podcast. I wasn't quite sure what I wanted to do. And I had a lot of ideas and I'm the kind of person I have a lot of ideas, but it's kind of hard to figure out the the best course. I talked to a couple of friends, but nothing really stuck. But one of those ideas that kind of kept coming up was a Tales from the Crypt podcast. And then in February of this year, um, our good friend Caitlin Grant from the Bloody Good Horror Slack community announced that she was going to do a podcast called Plug It Up. If, if I can throw out to Caitlin real fast. So uh, you guys might not know this, but back in 2020, right? Before, so my birthday is March 5th. 
So if you guys want to steal my identity, go for it. Um, <laughs> prior for my birthday, I was actually out in the Richmond area for work, and I got to have dinner with Caitlin, which was one of the last things I got to do uh, pre-pandemic. So that was pretty oh, cool. Oh. Uh, Caitlin is a wonderful human being, and you guys should listen to her podcast, which I'm sure Jason's about to plug. Yeah, no, we, we could definitely turn this podcast right now into like a 20 minute Caitlin love fest, but she'll get embarrassed by that. So, but yeah, Caitlin's awesome. Yeah. You can never plug, plug it up too much. Um, but it was really inspiring seeing her ambition and getting that done, the support that she got from the Blake horror community and the um, outward, the whole horror community in general of her podcast. And that's kind of what pushed me uh, kind of over the edge to reach out to the two guys that I knew best. And I, enjoyed talking to a lot, uh, Mondo and Jody, about doing the Dads from the Crypt podcast. It wasn't really called that first. It was kind of like a Tales from the Crypt podcast. And I even created a PowerPoints to sell them on the idea. <laughs> and um, It was very professional. Yeah, and, and, and to be fair, like he did create a PowerPoint to sell us, but pretty much how the conversation went was Jason goes, do you want to do Tales from the Crypt podcast? And I said, yes. And we, we were an easy sale, but... <laughs> Right, but, it, was you know, a, it, it was an awesome idea, but I, I don't mean to undersell it because there aren't two people in the world I think I'd rather rather do this with. So it's pretty rad. No, but you know me, uh, my my professional life, you know, leaks into everything. So like I had, I had to do a PowerPoint and a proposal, <laughs> and I had to like lay everything out and I like to give options. So we had like a dozen or so. Um, um, names that we have for. Actually, someone can bring it up from the um, file they have. At, we can share those <laughs> names with it. The, the what could have been. Um, so someone can pull that up, or we'll, or I'll find it in a minute. Um, but thankfully, they all agreed. We had production meetings to map the way forward, and a big part of that was um, guidance from again Eric from the Blanket Horror Podcast. And thankfully, he was very supportive. And uh, one of his many talents is producing music under the name Hi-Fi. Well, well not just, hold on a second, not just producing, creating music. Well, yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I don't, yeah, I, I, guess, I guess I assume that producing means creating as well. I don't know. The- it, it, it does not. Um, Eric, under the uh, his band Hi-Fi, has produced some great, fantastic music. You can find it on Spotify, um, iTunes, et cetera, et cetera. Seek it out. Mm-hmm. Um, so again, he agreed to create our intro and mix our trailer and, you know, he's really kind of, kind of guide us on how to do the sound mixing out in general. So he's kind of what, what really kind of gave us a little extra spice, I, I feel, um, to make dads from the crypt kind of what it is. And then a lot of people have been asking me, oh man, who, who did the uh, crypt keeper voice? It sounds just like the, just like the <laughs> real guy. I've got a couple comments like that. And it turns out it actually is John Kassir. There's a, a website called Cameo, if you haven't heard of it, where you can, for a certain amount of money, pay someone, a celebrity, some people, you might want to use that word lightly with um, some of the people on there, but, you know, everyone from famous uh, athletes and actors to YouTube personalities, influencers, to do like a short shout out. Um, Joe from Liquid Horror does them and they're fabulous. You want to check those out but we did actually get john kazir to do a whole cameo for us and he where he gave us the lines that you hear in the intro and hopefully we can get some other stuff out of that and the outro with the um socials and everything 
And when we took what John Kazir gave us and what Eric did with it, you know, to, we found some gold to make this podcast. And we've, um, at this point, we haven't released, we're about to release the first episode. Our trailer came out on Sunday. Um, so I think we're just kind of eager to see what happens with this and kind of where things go. And uh, we also want to say just how grateful we are for everyone for listening and for the feedback and for the followings. It's all, it'll, it's what all kind of makes everything work. And now let's let uh, Jody share. Okay. Yes. Yeah. So, uh, I, I, I've mentioned before, uh, when I was growing up, I was not really into horror movies because I was scared of everything, but I was a goosebumps kid who became a Stephen King kid who became a horror movie junkie, uh, into my high school and college years. And so real, real fast, time, Jody, very important question. When did you read your first Stephen King novel? Ah, uh, probably seventh, eighth grade, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, I, my very first, I know what I read. It was Firestarter. I checked that out at my local okay. library. And uh, that set me on a lifelong course of uh, corruption and evil and whatever. <laughs> but, <laughs> Good choice. But yeah, no, I, uh, I got into Firestarter. Uh, I got into Stephen King. Um, by the time I was about 17 or so, I started trying to gobble up all the slashers that I had heard about as a kid, but never had had the courage to watch. And so... Uh, my Friday nights in high school, uh, I used to joke were called loser movie nights where I would rent a comedy and a slasher movie from the eighties that I hadn't seen before. And so I'd stay at home by myself and watch a horror movie. Uh, so it sounds, sounds like I'm a guy who never had a date, but, uh, I was married by the time I was 21. So I figured it out somehow. You and your wife were high school sweethearts, right? Yeah, we were, we were. Oh, that's rad, man. But uh, so, you know, I got into horror movies. I uh, went straight from like, I'm interested in this thing to, uh, you know, near obsession levels. In college, I used to hunt down little video stores and uh, go find stuff that I couldn't get. I, I, I went to a very conservative college. But then on Friday nights, I'd be watching movies like I spit on my uh, spit on your grave, uh, <laughs> Last House on the Left, stuff like that. So that was my outlet for, uh, you know dealing with repression and whatever else, <laughs> just getting into movies and uh, followed a ton of websites. I used to watch uh, or used to follow arrow in the head. I used to follow a bunch of other uh, horror movie sites. And I kept on doing that. I, I was, I think I was one of the last people who kept a feed reader uh, going forever. But um, one of the sites that somehow ended up in my feed was bloody good horror. I don't know how, it was just another horror site. Uh, they did reviews, they did uh, articles. And so I threw them into my mix of things that I read and eventually I found out they had a podcast. And I was trying to get into a lot of horror podcasts. My friends, a couple friends of mine had a horror podcast and I uh, started listening to Bloody Good Horror. I liked them. And one of the benefits of being a Patreon member was to get all their back episodes. And they've been doing this for a long time. Like uh, I think, 12 years now so uh real fast what year do you think you guys started listening to uh 2018 i think for me 2018 2019 yeah like i was around 2012 2013 around there yeah so you're you're old school so yeah i i missed all those early episodes and one of the benefits to being a patreon or patron i guess is how you say it one of the benefits of being a patron is you get access to all the back episodes. And so I became a patron 100% for the back episodes. I knew that the Slack community was part of what you got as a benefit. 
but I really wasn't interested. You know, just a bunch of people to talk to online. Yeah, who cares? I had no interest. I just wanted to uh, to get that that sweet sweet back as episodes. Little did you know. Little did I know. Yeah. So I got into the Slack just out of boredom because I had a job that was boring. <laughs> I didn't have anything to do for about 80% of my day. Uh, you know, I had 20% of the day I would work and the rest of the day I just sat there killing time. And so I finally decided to check out the Slack. And one of the first people I connected with was the aforementioned Caitlin in Richmond, who, uh, I started talking to a little bit. She sent me some beard oil in the mail. And I'm like, these are some cool people. I like these people. In the middle of all of this, one man stepped up and came back and changed everything. That man was Joe Bob Briggs. (laughs) (laughs) With the return of Joe Bob, we we started chatting about those things in the uh, Slack community. And then when he started having a weekly series, we would chat about those while we were watching them. And so that's really, for the most part, where I got to hang out with people. We would watch those movies on Friday nights uh, with The Last Drive-In. I got to know some people, got to know Eric, who uh, runs the whole thing. And uh, from there, I started you know, actually feeling like I had integrated myself in this community a little bit. It became something I looked forward to, some people I liked talking to. Uh, they all got together, and I saw how cool everyone seemed to be when they actually met in person. And uh, like Jason said, when the pandemic hit, I just needed somebody to talk to. <laughs> I needed something to do. I needed some community. I needed some people to hang out with. And uh, that Slack group was there. And so we started doing trivia and the rest, uh, as Jason's already described. But, uh, yeah, it, it went from trivia to actually having some real friends in this group and meeting some really cool people. And uh, a couple of those people uh, started a podcast. And that's where we are. But by a couple, you mean a few? A few people. A couple of people other than me. A, a, a few good dads. A few. <laughs> that's going to be our spinoff podcast. <laughs> where we only talk about uh, Tom Cruise movies? Yes. Yeah, I'm out. You got to find somebody else for that one. <laughs> and on that note, I think, Mondo, you can... Uh... Since Jody threw it over, I'm just going to go with this. Uh I discovered Bloody Good Horror actually probably earlier than both these gentlemen did. And for me, it was um, uh, I used to work at uh, I worked for Apple for about 10 years. So if you guys have Apple questions, don't ask me because I don't give a shit. I don't work for them anymore. Um, (laughs) (laughs) But uh, I used to take the bus to work and I was just literally and and this is so lame. I was going to the gym after work on uh, Lake Mead Parkway here in Las Vegas. And I was I I, I was just getting into podcasts on my iPad. um, Sorry, my iPod touch. This is probably back in 09. And I was like, what's a let me just search for horror. And I was looking through the top 10 and bloody good horror was on there. And I'm like, "That's that's a pretty rad name. And I started listening. And that was literally how I got into this podcast. Um, and I've been listening to them for now 12 years, 13 years, somewhere around there. And uh, I got into it because much like these two gentlemen said, was it didn't sound like pretentious people talking about horror movies. It sounded like some buddies that were just shooting the shit about the horror movie they watch this week. And, and I think that's one of the most beautiful things about it was like, I'm not a smart guy. I don't pretend to be a smart guy. 
But like, I love like listen to horror movie podcasts and be like, oh yeah, all this stuff makes sense, and I didn't pick up any of that. <laughs> mm. and, and I mean it in the best way possible. Well, that's um, what sixty is for. Yeah, no, I I, I joke that like. I listen to uh, – I have a Black Phillip tattoo on my chest. I listen to uh, the Plug It Up podcast with Cece and Caitlin on The Witch, a movie I've seen probably eight times now at this point, maybe ten times. And I was like, holy shit, I didn't grab anything that you guys grab on this podcast. I have to watch it again now because I'm an idiot. I need to go back and, and, and learn it. Um yeah, well, they they always had a have always done a good job of pulling those details out, finding those things without being pretentious. Yeah, no, and that's a because that's that's the number one killer for me with any kind of podcast or any kind of reviews. If if there is ever any of that, like, oh, we're smarter than you, we're better than you, I have no interest in listening to it. And, and no, and one of the reasons I love like chatting with you guys are there's nothing about that in this community even or in this podcast that we do where like, we're just three normal ass dads at like horror movies. And well, we kind of connected on a different base and we want to talk about horror movies. And we decided that, well, we didn't decide Jason very aggressively decided that <laughs> we're going to talk about tales of the crypt. So <laughs> with, a, with a presentation, with, like, let's not forget there was a full presentation. He the had power s- of the, the power of the PowerPoint. He was not joking about that. There really was a PowerPoint. Dude, if you come at me with slides about anything, I'm probably in like, <laughs> well, there's a pyramid scheme. I've been meaning to introduce you to, you know what? <laughs> we'll talk about it off the air because I'm probably in. Um, if you're slow, but your slides have to be as good as Jason's. Um, so what we should do is if you ever do a Patreon, that'll be like the hundred dollar levels. I'll send you the original <laughs> uh, PowerPoint. But like uh, re- realistically, uh, through this pandemic, so uh, about 2019, we did the meetup. One of the most terrifying moments of my life where I had to meet these strangers I've never actually seen in real life, which if you're like me and I have really bad social anxiety, is not a good time. But I had the best time because everyone there made it an awesome time. Um, and from that, like my interest in this whole community just grew and grew and grew. And then when the pandemic started one week, Jody's like, Hey, we're going to do some trivia. If you want to do some trivia, do some trivia. So I went and did some trivia and I got closer to Jason, closer to Jody, closer to, and I, I really feel bad because I'm going to forget who Alice is on that inaugural, uh, that original. Dottie. Dottie, Dottie was there. Dottie. What, was was Lara there too? I think it was just the three of us and Dottie that first time. It, it, but anyhow, Lara's a regular now. And we've had a lot of regulars. And it's been a great time. And it's really helped me personally get through the pandemic because I've had that to look, for, look, look forward to every Saturday night. And um, – I'm just really happy to be able to do a podcast. These uh, people that I respect and enjoy being around, enjoy talk. Well, I guess not being around because we're so we're many miles away, but enjoy <laughs> uh, uh, virtually being around and uh, hanging out with and chatting with. And and I, I think it's really cool that this all stemmed from our love of a singular podcast. Like I, I really hope that. Eric and Schnars and um, Mark, who's not in the podcast anymore, but um, did the website and um, Joe 
and Casey and all those realize like what they did has such a far reaching effect. Like we had a freaking meetup where a bunch of strangers got together and said, we're just going to hang out and drink a bunch of alcohol and shoot the shit. And there's not a whole lot of things you can, not a whole lot of people can say that. I think it's a really cool thing that like they created this, this kernel. And then, uh, here we are, you know, mm-hmm. what, 13 years after the podcast was invented or not the podcast, but the bloody horror podcast was invented. And we've come together to do this, this, uh, spinoff, um, through inspiration from Caitlin and inspiration from people who have done this before us. So it's pretty rad. Hey, but before we get off of uh, your origin, though, I do want to mention uh, the first time that Mondo and I bonded is we are the last two fans, other than Chris Jericho, apparently, <laughs> of the movie Bloodsucking Freaks. It's me, Mondo, and Chris Jericho. Wait, and my wife. And, and Mondo's and, wife. And my wife. Outside of that, uh, I think everyone else who watched that movie <laughs> on the last drive-in thought, oh, this is the worst thing I've ever watched. <laughs> The three of us, though, or the two of us that night, uh, Chris Jericho was on the show. He wasn't hanging out with us. Uh, but <laughs> those of us who were hanging out, it, it was me and Mondo. We were literally the only people who watched that movie and thought, hey, this is a good movie. I enjoyed this terrible thing. I just uh, I just snorted in the mic. I hope nobody heard that. Um, but, uh, <laughs> uh, but that's cool, though, right? Because like, I remember I bought Bloodsucking Freaks on DVD back in 2000 21 fucking years ago and no one wanted to watch that movie with me like right like yeah that was like, that was part that was one of those college movies i watched when i was in college i watched i spit on your grave last house on the left blood sucking freaks was right. right there in the middle of them all so. and you know what like to, to, to throw it out to my wife who's not on this podcast obviously but like she she so we kind of bonded on our first date because she had the VHS version of the nightmare and Elm street box set. And I had, and I had the DVD version that paid $129 for when I was 18 years old in 2001. Um, You were an upgrade. Yeah, exactly. Right. (laughs) And I've ridden that shit for 20 years. So it apparently worked, Uh, but, uh, but she rode kind of that roller coaster with me of all those movies I discovered. And my first intro to underground horror was The Seven Doors of Death, uh, which later became obviously more popularized as Lucio Fulci's The Beyond. And to this day, I will go to bat with anyone that wants to argue over that movie. It's a great fucking movie. If you haven't seen it, just press pause right now and go watch that movie. Um, But she was with me shoulder to shoulder for all those shitty movies. Like she watched Cannibal Holocaust with me when she was pregnant. (laughs) <laughs> and to this day there's a scene that bothers her and i respect that right like uh <laughs> well, that's hard but it's one of those things where if you walked into my house it makes sense like i don't have a live laugh love poster on my back wall um i have my, my, my wall when you walk in is full of nightmare on elm street uh mondo posters not me but the company mondo t so let me just- you're not the mondo no, I'm Mondo with an A. They're Mondo with an O, which is the improper spelling. It's fine. We can roll with that. Uh, but I just thought it was great. Yeah. Uh, like Jody and I bonded over blood sucking freaks of all things because I figured I was probably the only fan of that movie. And that was one of those movies as people were bashing it. 
I was like, no, I, I love this movie. Why do you guys hate this movie? <laughs> well, for the record, I have not seen it. So I'm, I'm going to add it to my list so I can uh, see if I'm part of that exclusive club or not. You know what? That's what's a those, small club. You know what? Um, I would totally be down uh, to do a episode on that. Just uh, a special edition of that. So we can hear uh, Jason's first reactions to blood sucking freaks. But uh, we'll, we'll uh, just, just to wrap it up, like, uh, I'm a very uh, just to be open here. I have I'm a manic depressive, and there's not a whole things I love in this world. I love my family. I love horror movies. I love heavy metal. And I love. I was gonna say Brazilian jujitsu, but fuck you, it's American jujitsu at this point <laughs> because we're kind of better at it. Um, <laughs> that's why I love in this world. And being able to hook up with like-minded people from a mental perspective, from a just a life perspective, has really helped me. And especially through this really terrible fucking pandemic we just walked through. And so I'm, I'm super happy to be here. Super happy to chat with these guys. And we're also recording this. I'm gonna break. Uh, uh, I'm gonna break uh, silence here on June 22nd. And fuck the Montreal Canadiens. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a diehard Golden Knights fan and fuck the Canadians. If you're a Canadians fan, just fucking turn this off and stop with no, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> we, I, we, 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 picked, we picked a very intense night for Mondo to, yeah. to record. Yeah, it was a rough <laughs> night. Uh, for at least an hour now. I still love you, Canadians fans. At least you're not Sharks fans. <laughs> All right. That's my so, rant. <laughs> all right. To wrap it up, I did bring up the names that I uh, had on my presentation just so we can look at what could have been. So these are the alternate uh, ideas that we had for the podcast. Wait, are, the- are these the alternate names, the podcast, the, the people that you chose to replace me and Jody? <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. The, alter- the alternate cast. It's everyone you asked first. We were the last. Okay, so the ideas that we had for the ne- for, uh, names for the podcast was, you know, some the boring ones, podcasts from the crypts. Um, we had beards from the crypts. We're all pretty beardy guys. Um, the Crypt Keepers podcast. Um, then we had ales from the crypts, like ales, like beer, throwing a little of that in there. And then the, the, not, the second. Not, not ales like illness? No. <laughs> okay. Sure. And then the uh, probably the runner up, just because we like thought it was too good, was a holes from the crypts. Yeah. If if there was a second option, that that would be it. That would have been it. In the um in the multiverse timeline. Three of us <laughs> somewhere. Are, somewhere in some here. reality that podcast exists right now. Look it up on alternate reality I mean- Thank you for listening to a special episode of Daz from the Crypts. Please uh, like, subscribe, review, follow, all the things you got to do to help keep us uh, going, get us out there so more people can listen in. Um, thank you, everyone, and have a good night. And b- before we leave, uh, a shout out again. Follow Bloody Good Horror uh, on all your favorite podcast apps. Follow Hi-Fi, H-Y-F-Y, on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you get your music at. Just some fantastic uh, soundtrack-inspired music. Yes, I'll throw and plug it up there too. Yes, plug it up and plug it up. Podcast on all your favorite podcast apps too. <laughs> Follow Dads from the Crypt on Facebook, 
Twitter and Instagram, or I will follow you to the grave. <laughs> no, seriously, you really should watch, but be careful what you ask for. You may get it. Ha, 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 ha.